0: Welcome to the Saved Man Podcast, stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. My name is John Weston, and for nearly 45 years, I was lost in the world of addictions and degradation until I was found and saved by Jesus Christ in 2009. Now I share stories of my life BC before Christ, not to tell tales of lostness, but to prove that salvation is available to all that are willing to claim it and that Jesus can meet you right where you are today. Hello and welcome. It's been a while since I have been able to be uh, able to be podcasting, uh, mostly because it's been a busy year. I've been blessed to be able to publish two different books that I've been working on for quite a long time. One of them, my, my testimony, which is uh, called The Long Road Home, is a pretty exciting adventure for me. And the second one is even more exciting because it's a devotion of, uh, on the Holy Spirit. It's called 63 Days of Holy Spirit Fruit. I'm going to talk a little more about that at the end of the podcast. And It's really something that's on your heart. Uh, I hope that you'll look into them and, and maybe pick one or both of them up. Here's today's story. I'd looked under the driver's seat. I fell on my knees and reached under. A dime, two nickels. Yeah, with 10 cents I had already found, I knew I could run across the street to the 6th Street Market and buy a bag of carrots. It wouldn't be much, but I hadn't eaten in two days. Living in a converted motel four blocks from downtown Salt Lake City, I was broke and couldn't think how I was going to get my next meal, let alone pay my next week's rent. I had quit my last job as a crew boss for a concrete reinforcing company whose checks bounced every week. I had no prospects for work, and it was one bag of carrots between me and starvation, or so I felt. God sure does work in strange ways. You see, I didn't starve. Sure, I did live on carrots for two more days. My rent was due, living in my car was my next move, but just as uh, that was about to happen, my old partner showed up in dire need of a man of my talents. And he was willing to pay, and soon I was back in my old life. My luck was with me again, or was it? The truth is I learned a lot from being broke, from being hungry. There would be other times. I would actually live in my car for two months. I would live in a a tent after losing a three-bedroom home in Los Angeles. But for some reason, the lessons God wanted me to learn about being without came from that one-week period that I spoke of earlier. What was it that God wanted me to learn? The first thing was, when I look back, that I uh, know with all my heart, I've never gone through anything that had anything to do with luck. What it is, is that the Lord tells us through the prophet of Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not for harm, plans to give you hope in a future. And that's out of uh, the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 famous verse God cares for us even when we don't care for him as I sat in that room I never once thought of God or what he wanted me to do with my life 30 years later I know his plan was for me to walk down many roads some of which showed me what being in true need is all about It wasn't luck that got me safely here. It was his plan to give me hope and to share that hope with others. I think the next and more important lesson was that what an empty stomach actually feels like. I was blessed to be raised in a middle-class world. Never once as a kid did I go to bed hungry, but in that room for the first time, I felt real physical hunger. The desperation uh, was there. There I was, digging for coins, and in the back of my mind making plans to steal, or worse, to keep myself fed and with a roof over my head. Yes, desperation, if it is real or not, is powerful, and knowing that has opened my heart to those who find themselves in despair. After coming to the Lord, I saw this even more closely the lesson of that short period of time into my life would not let me go. When I read the gospel of Luke and Jesus declared his mission, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recover the sight of the blind and to set the captives free. I knew that should be all of our missions. It's, it's to bring that good news to the poor, but not just in word, but in doing all in our power by God's grace to care for the physical well-being of each as well. I think uh, James in his book of James states this the best. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith, but he does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or a sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warm, be filled. But you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, thus also faith by itself that does not have works is dead. James 2, verses 14 through 17. Jesus knew that we had to care for the body as much as for the spirit. How can we do anything less? 30 years ago, I experienced hunger for a short time, but I pray I will never lose the lesson it taught. I know sometimes it looks hopeless, and there is so much needed for us to do. But today, if you can... And I can touch one life, spend one dollar to feed the hungry. We have a God that is so big, he can't open the coffers of heaven. He just asks us to do our part. And through Jesus' name, it is simple. If we have faith in him who saved us, the works he wants us to do will certainly follow. During this season, I think that this is a pretty apt message. We all open our hearts more this time of year, but this is a year-round message, a message that we should carry in our hearts always. I pray today that that, that, that will be true. I'm leaving you with this thought today and, and this prayer that you will open your hearts to those around you to see the hunger and the need and not just be able to say, be well, go, but to step into the void and to help in those situations. There's so much need out there. Before I leave, I do want to mention that if you are interested in either one of the books I mentioned above, The Long Road Home or 63 Days of the Holy Spirit Fruit, you will find them on my webpage. Right at the top of the page, there's a There are lines that include a link to each one of those books. Easy enough to purchase, and they're something that I think if you are so willing to share with someone else would be a blessing. I pray that they will be. For now, I thank you, and and, I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas in the blessed season of Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Saved Man podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. I also want to invite you to my webpage, my-lostandfound.net. Yes, that's my-lostandfound.net. There you will find podcasts and hundreds of blogs, all stories of recovery and salvation. And I hope you will join me for the next episode, the Save Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. Until we meet again, blessings and love in Jesus Christ.